0: Is there a tactical cancel culture? Let's find out. Self-defense. Self-awareness. Self-development. This is the Martial Arts Podcast with Phil Elmore. Hello and welcome to the Martial Arts Podcast with Phil Elmore. The Martial Arts Podcast with Phil Elmore is a production of the themartialist.net and philelmore.com. I am your host, the aforementioned Phil Elmore. Let's see how many times I can say my name in the opening. Something interesting happened on... Instagram the other day, and it struck me as a sort of thing that would make for a great topic for a podcast. Specifically, is there a tactical cancel culture? Lots of people talk about cancel culture, and the people who talk about it, sometimes they're right, sometimes they're just whining. So, here's what happened. I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw, much to my shock and surprise, somebody that I followed on Instagram posting photo after photo Of them smiling with Beto O'Rourke. Now Beto is not his real name. Beto is a nickname that he adopted for himself to appeal to Hispanic voters. Beto O'Rourke is one of the most wretched and reprehensible politicians on the face of planet Earth. Beto O'Rourke has said explicitly, hell yes I'm going to ban your AR-15 and your AK-47. He is a gun banning spire of human garbage who represents the worst that the Democrats have to offer. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be on my Instagram follows and be a Democrat, although seeing Beto work on your timeline pretty much an instant unfollow for me. What I would like to point out though, is that (coughs) you can be a member of the tactical EDC community, or you can be a panting, bedwetting, ardent Democrat. You cannot be both only because if you are trying to be both, you are, you are existing in a state of paradox. You are existing in contradiction. Your internal philosophy is not consistent. I've said this many times, and I will say it many more times. You either understand the utility of weapons and you advocate for free citizens to be able to carry the tools of self-defense legally, or you are a Democrat. You, you cannot advocate for disarming the populace and also believe that you are part of EDC culture or gun culture. You are not a Second Amendment guy if you also want to put people in power who will ban guns. And especially if you stick your fingers in your ears and hum really loudly and go, la 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 la, this is not happening. If you're one of those people, whenever confronted with the contradiction in which you are engaging, you're not just wrong, you're bad. <laughs> well, maybe you're not just wrong, you're stupid. So I, I look, the, the post has been shared from two different accounts. I'm never quite sure how that works. On Instagram, sometimes you'll see uh, a photo that has been shared by two simultaneous accounts. It's got two names attributed to it. You see this a lot with Instagram models, I mean, I've heard, where... Uh, A photo was shared from two different accounts and and I don't know if that's done through some sort of like uh, uh, Content management system not just you know somebody with a phone posting to Instagram who has two different accounts on their phone Don't really know how that works. But anyway, the two people posting this were um, I don't know their names. Let's call them Shannon and Bob so Shannon and Bob are a married couple and Bob apparently has some health problems and I am I am sympathetic to his health problems. I have dear friends who are dealing with some of the same things. I get that when you're worried about your health and you're desperate for a solution you're willing to grab onto any lifeline. So Beto O'Rourke apparently promised these poor people that if he was elected he was going to change some law that like caps damages in a way that if the cap wasn't there, these people would be able to collect money that they desperately need. So I'm not unsympathetic to that whole situation. I would point out, though, that placing your faith in a politician to save you is mistake number one. Mistake number two through six is placing your faith in Beto O'Rourke to save you. You can always tell when a Democrat politician is lying because his lips are moving. The only time they tell the truth are on those rare occasions when they explain to you how much they deeply, deeply hate the Constitution. So when Beto O'Rourke says, I'm going to ban guns, yes, I believe that. Because Democrats don't believe in rights. Democrats believe in pissing on the Constitution and doing whatever they want. And if you get in their way, they will destroy you. So... I see this and i'm like well that's an automatic unfollow so i unfollow and then i noticed that again i forget his name bob the the guy with the health issue in his account he's got that he's a brand ambassador for i'm going to mispronounce this so i'm just going to call it super s paracord bracelets um super s was a brand i was vaguely aware of i think maybe i bought something from them to do a review of at one point that i never got around to doing um, because the bracelet, honestly, you know, it was, it was a paracord bracelet with some stuff in it. So uh, Super S, this guy had that he was a brand ambassador for them in his profile. In my mind, I thought that must mean that he's affiliated with the company officially. So I posted I posted a screen cap of the picture of them with Beto and the picture of this guy's account where it says brand ambassador. And I said, I don't see any reason you should buy anything from Super S if, if they're going to, you know, affiliate with uh, somebody like Beto O'Rourke. Um, because, again, you can't be in the EDC game and vote for politicians like this. You're cutting your own throat. You're sawing off the branch that you're sitting on. Uh, and we saw examples of this. You may remember way back when Leatherman. Uh, Leatherman endorsed John Kerry. Now, <clears throat> this was a big deal in tactical circles back when it happened. Because Leatherman is part of the EDC universe. They were essentially endorsing a candidate who, if he had his druthers, would ban knives and pocket knives and tools and anything else because Democrats love to ban things. I'm not saying that you won't find the occasional Republican who'll get in on that too, but on the whole, the Democrats are the party of banning the tools that you need and want. So you can't be an EDC guy and you can't run an EDC company and endorse John Kerry. Leatherman took a big hit over that. Now they survived it. They got through it in much the same way uh, Smith & Wesson tried to cut a deal with the Clintons, uh, the Clinton administration and you know tried to... I forget the nature of the deal but it had something to do with smart gun technology and I think it's why Smith & Wesson revolvers come with that stupid internal lock with the key because that's what you want is an artificial mechanical point of failure built into your gun. Uh, But Smith & Wesson for the longest time Gun people would not, you know, we were sort of soft boycotting them. Nobody had anything good to say about Smith & Wesson for quite some time. Uh, They eventually got through that. People's memories faded. But it was a big deal. So you can't betray the EDC folks, that crowd. You can't, on the one hand, try to claim to be among them. And on the other hand, try to empower politicians who want to ban these things. Don't lie to me and say, oh, Democrats don't want to ban that stuff. Yes, they do. They do it all the time. Uh, Our knife laws in this country are nothing but a history of Democrats banning things they don't want you to have. And again, I'm not saying there weren't some Republicans in on that, especially going all the way back to like the 50s. And probably the 70s. In the 50s, when switchblades became persona non grata through much of the country because of movies, I'm sure there were some Republicans in on that. And then in the 70s, when the kung fu movie craze saw to it that various martial arts weapons got banned in lots of states, I'm sure there were probably some Republicans involved in that, too. People who didn't know what they were legislating about. So, Super S sees my Facebook post about this, because they posted posted on Instagram and Facebook. And I'll be honest... I had people tell me, no, no, the, the Super S people, they're solid. They're Second Amendment people. They, they're not affiliated. A brand ambassador is not a paid ambassador. And I was just thinking, well, maybe I should modify that post when Super S responded on Facebook. And those whiny bastards just went on and on about cancel culture and, and how we were I was trying to destroy them by posting about this. And I'm like, dude, you could have just said he's not affiliated with their company we don't endorse this, we're against it, Uh, he doesn't speak for us. That would have been fine. Instead, you're just going on and on about cancel culture. Now, I'm going to explain that there is no such thing as cancel culture among the tactical crowd or cancel culture on the right side of the aisle at all. But before I get to that, let me finish this story. (laughs) So I posted a video correcting the record. I deleted my original post. I posted a video explaining, okay, Super S says that this guy, Bob and Shannon, don't speak for them. They don't support Beto O'Rourke, that spire of garbage in human form. And uh, honestly, dude, you could have just said that. You didn't have to go on and on about cancel culture. Well, this apparently offended them enough. I apparently annoyed them enough that they blocked me on Facebook. And I don't begrudge them that. You know, I was wrong originally. That's on me. Now, had they been just... Had they had slightly thicker skins about it, you know, I would have gone out of my way to apologize. But instead, they were whiny about it. So I'm like, okay. (laughs) So if you want a cool paracord bracelet, by all means, you may buy from Super S or Super S or however they say their dumb name, and I'm sure you will get a fine product. I think the one I have is pretty cool. But uh, they whine a lot (laughs) about cancel culture. I'm sorry, that's just how it is. So then Shannon starts arguing with me because she needs to stand by her man. And I don't begrudge her that. I do begrudge the snide, low information, bad political takes from somebody who doesn't have the first friggin clue what they're talking about. She's like, well, you know, I've never owned a gun and I'm still alive. I'm like, yeah, thank you, genius. Thank you for that genius political take that completely misses the point. It's like, well, Beto's not trying to take guns. Like, he said so. In his own words, he said so. He may be lying about it now because it lost him the Senate race against Ted Cruz, but that's what he said he wanted to do. My frustration knows no bounds when people get this stupid. And then she's just arguing on and on. And she says, wringing her hands together and playing the world's smallest violin. So, so I don't get to live? Uh, I don't know if she was referring to her or to her husband or whatever, but I'm like, so, so your only choice is either vote for this gun-grabbing communist or you die. Those are the choices, really. I don't need your emotional blackmail. What's happening here is... Bob is a member of, or claims to be, or pretends to be, a member of this EDC crowd on Instagram. It's a defined community with defined interests. He then posts a picture indicating support for, and the fact that he voted for, one of the worst possible examples of someone who hates everything you EDC people are carrying. If you do that, then people are going to react, they're going to unfollow you, they're going to decide that you're not a real member of that community because you are voting to saw off the branch that we're sitting on, if I may use that metaphor yet again. And then when you back that up with your dumb, ill-informed political takes, full of just denial and wide-eyed naivete, she even had the gall to say, don't put words in my mouth, I don't put my faith in politicians, I put my faith in Jesus, I'm like lady, you just got done telling me that if you didn't get Beto elected, you would die. And that he has promised you ice cream parties and unicorn farms and that he's going to fix everything that's wrong with your life if he could just get into office and kick the bad, bad man who's in there now out of there. If that's not putting your faith in a politician, you don't know what faith is. So, she, we went back and forth a little while and finally I just said, "I." I'm i'm done go away now and to her credit she went away when i told her to go away now i was grateful for that but it got me to thinking is there such a thing as cancel culture on the right and the fact is there's not cancel culture is specifically and by definition a function of the left wing the left wing controls every cultural institution in the united states It has a stranglehold on all business. It runs and owns everything. If you are a person on the left and you express even the most outrageous opinion, you may lose some customers. Customers may be outraged, but the institutions surrounding you will take no action against you. You will not lose your bank you will not lose your payment processor, you will not be kicked off of social media, you will not be told that your app can't be in the Google Play Store or the iTunes Store or whatever we're calling the various stores now. You will not be told that your website can't have a registrar. All of those things happen to you if you're on the right and you express a perfectly valid mainstream opinion that the left simply doesn't like. That's what happened to the CEO of Mozilla who had previously given some money to a campaign in support of traditional marriage, a completely legal, completely mainstream position, and when it was leaked illegally that he had given that that money, he lost his job. That is cancel culture. This is a lot like people who don't understand what banning books is. People who think that if I think this explicitly sexual book is inappropriate in a junior high school library, that that's book banning. No, that's not book banning. Your library can only hold so many books. You have to choose which books go into that library. There's a decision-making process that happens when you put books in the library. And uh, if you don't include a certain book, it might be that it's not appropriate. Are there issues of Hustler, or do they even make those anymore? Are Are there sexually explicit dirty magazines on the rack in the school library? No, because it's not appropriate. So not putting a certain book in a school library because it's inappropriate or removing a book that you decided was inappropriate is not book banning. In junior high, I read for school a book called The Chocolate War. No child of junior high age should ever read that book. It's filthy. It's an obscene book that does not belong in a junior high library. High school kids, okay, maybe you're at an age range where it's starting to become appropriate. It's not that good a book anyway. But that's not book banning. Book banning is when Amazon decides that you can't publish a book on the single most important book publishing platform on planet Earth because you have a politically incorrect opinion not even an illegal opinion just an opinion that they don't like that is book banning. So cancel culture is not when customers object. Do you remember Jim Zumbo? Jim Zumbo became a verb Zumbo became a word that people associate with a certain action, and he did it by cutting his own throat. Zumbo was some sort of uh, uh, media guy in the gun world, for like gun magazines or gun television shows or both. It's been long enough that I've forgotten exactly what. But Zumbo decided (coughs) that he didn't like him some AR-15s, and he made the stunningly terrible political and career choice to publish a column about how much he hated AR-15s and wanted to see them banned. Now in the gun world, the second you get the stench of any whiff of weakness on gun rights on you, your career is over. That's not cancel culture. That's your customers deciding that they will not support somebody who has betrayed them. But you'll be able to go on and get another job in the industry just fine as long as you pick an industry that hates guns, which is most of them. You won't lose your bank, you won't lose your payment processor, you won't get kicked off of social media. In fact, you'll be treated as a hero and you'll be invited on shows like opportunities for your career will open up that you never had before because all the people who hate guns will want to have you on to talk about those big mean evil guns and you'll have extra credibility because the left loves nothing so much as a right-winger who's willing to attack people on the right, or someone that they can claim is a right-winger, which is why you get all these fake conservatives on all these stupid talk shows who aren't really conservatives. They're just there to attack Republicans and make the whole thing look good. It's a dog-and-pony show. So Jim Zumbo condemns the ar 15 and rightly loses his position in the gun universe because the very people that he's insulting are the customers. Well, customers saying, we don't support you, is not the same thing as cancel culture. It's not. Because nothing else happened to him. He even managed to wrangle some kind of deal where Ted Nugent tried to like rehabilitate his image like Ted took him out shooting or something. I understand the impulse to try and bring this guy back into the fold, but it was dumb. He was a hopeless FUD. A FUD, named for Elmer FUD, is one of these guys who doesn't understand any of the tactical stuff in the gun world. He just wants his traditional hunting and fishing and doesn't really care about Second Amendment issues, except maybe in the abstract. So Zumbo was a FUD. He destroyed his career by betraying the people he was marketing to. That's not cancel culture. There are people who like to use the term consequence culture. That's what that was. But because nobody in the gun industry, nobody on the right, has any kind of cultural power except insofar as their little audience goes you can't cancel someone canceling someone is destroying their career practically digitally unpersoning them in today's modern world because they had a perfectly valid opinion that the left doesn't like if you're on the right and you betray your audience you stab them in the back and they react by saying i don't like that guy anymore that's not cancel culture that's you alienating your audience so was was Super S the victim of cancel culture when I posted about this? Well, no, because they could have just said, hey, we, he's he's not a paid employee. He's not affiliated with us. Anybody can be a brand ambassador. Please don't say that we are we support that because we don't. And, and me saying so, I'm one guy. The only reason they even knew that I said something was because I tagged them. I'm nobody. I can't cancel anyone. So, no, there was no cancellation. They overreacted. I overreacted. It was a whole... Downhill cascade of things, but uh, you you can't you can't say that any of that is cancel culture on the right because since we don't have any cultural power any institutional power we don't have the ability to destroy people all we have is the ability to deny certain individuals our money our participation that's a very different thing than cancel culture even boycotting something is not cancel culture if I say. Uh, Back in the day when Smith & Wesson tried to cut a deal with the Clinton administration so that they could stay in business and Supposedly the Clinton administration wouldn't come after them, you know gun-wise I understand the urge, you know, just kind of secure your bag and and Hopefully preserve your ability to do business, but if I had said back then well, I'm not buying a Smith & Wesson then Um, That's not them being canceled. That's them losing a customer whom they've betrayed Uh, Liz Cheney is a great example Liz Cheney is loved by the left because all she does all day long is attack Republicans. She's absolutely obsessed with Trump, hates his guts for whatever reason. Um, I don't pretend to understand what Trump ever did to her to to hurt her so deeply, but uh, she hates him. And so she basically is a Democrat now. Uh, She's been, I think she's been kicked out of the Republican Party in her state. Um, And it's because all she does is betray Republicans all day long. Well, that's not canceling her. That's denying participation to her because she's betrayed the audience. She was elected as a Republican, and then she turned around, and all she does is help Democrats win. That's a betrayal. And so, rightly, your customers, your audience, your demographic says, we will not support you. And so she lost a primary as a result, and she deserved to but she's not been canceled. Being unpopular because you have unpopular opinions is not cancel culture. And being abandoned by the people who called you a friend when you turn around and betray them is not cancel culture. So if you're part of the, the EDC community and uh, you turn around and say, I support Beto Work, the one worst guy you could possibly support, you know, uh, I realize that I'm, I take a very hard line on politics. I know it makes a lot of my friends uncomfortable because not everyone is as far to the right as I am. That would be difficult. So I get that there are always exceptions, but of all the politicians you could have picked, Beto O'Rourke is the single worst example of a horrible, wretched, tyrannical communist democrat who will destroy your rights. And here's the thing, saying, well, i have to vote for beto because he's going to help me with this thing that governor abbott won't help me with for one thing i don't buy that i don't buy that this is your only option for another thing saying i'm going to vote to to help myself and no matter how much i hurt everyone else in my state that is monstrously selfish now i'm not saying choose between dying for for god and country and living but making a deal with the devil but i'm saying like If you think putting a Democrat in power after the last two disastrous years is going to make anything better, I question your judgment. The last two years of complete Democrat control of everything have done nothing but make everything worse by every single possible metric. If you're trying to hold up some metric that you say represents progress, you're lying. You are deluding yourself. It's not real. There's a lot of lying going on. But what you're essentially saying is, I'm voting to help myself. And if everyone else is hurt, so be it. Shannon or whatever her name is was like, well, you know, uh, Governor Abbott's lockdown policies. Yeah, I know. Texas was not great when it came to the lockdowns. They were better than some other states. But if you're trying to tell me that a Beto O'Rourke administration would be better... If a lockdown came along, you are kidding yourselves. The Democrats are the party of unconstitutional house arrest. They put the entire country under house arrest and kept them there completely unconstitutionally. And almost every legal challenge to all of this stuff is getting burned to the ground. You know, in New York, they just decided that all of the people who lost their jobs because they refused to get the vaccine, all of those people are being reinstituted with back pay. Because what was done to them was unconstitutional. It was wrong and putting Democrats in power is wrong but let me come full circle if you claim to be part of the EDC community the people who carry tools for utility and self-defense if you're part of this crowd of people who carry knives and who carry guns and who are prepared for adversity and you then express support for a politician who would destroy your ability to own any of those things and and really just undermine the Constitution overall? You are kidding yourself. You are betraying all of us. You are stabbing us in the back. And when we abandon you and decide that you and I cannot be friends, that's not cancel culture. That's the consequence of your betrayal. Nothing else will happen to you. You'll be welcomed with open arms on the other side. But you've chosen to migrate from one universe to another, from one realm to another, I'm sorry, but you're not part of the EDC knife-carrying, gun-carrying crowd anymore, and I don't care how many pocket-dump photos you put on Instagram, you never will be again. That is the consequences of your action. It's not cancel culture, because the right doesn't have the power to cancel anybody. Hell, we're, we're shadow banned and constrained on every social media platform as it is. But the power we do have is to look at people who stab us in the back and go, all right, well, I'm not going to turn my back on you again. We can't be friends. And that's how it is. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Martial Arts Podcast with Phil Elmore. I have been the aforementioned Phil Elmore. Until next time, tell them I said something cool here. This has been the Martial Arts Podcast with Phil Elmore. Visit us online at linktree slash